Hello, I'm super excited today to come in and talk to you about the strategies that I used when I first started my business. It is my 10 year business anniversary this month. I started Uncaged back in November of 2011, living in my old camper van, traveling around on a rock climbing trip and trying to figure all of this out. And a decade later, um, it's prompted me to think a lot about what it really takes to build a successful business that offers us all the same kind of uncaged freedom that I had when I started, right? It's easy to be new to business and traveling around in a van and trying to figure it all out, but maintaining that actual lifestyle is something that was really, really important to me. So. I've been thinking a lot about the advice out there about what it really takes to build this kind of successful business and the advice out there and what it takes are actually wildly different. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that today. What I see out there in the online space is really a lot of confusion about the importance of focusing on the right things for your stage of business. Uh, solutions and strategies when you're at multiple six figures or even six figures or even just you know two years into your business and making some money are not going to be the same as for someone who's just started their business and just getting their very first clients right so one of the things that irks me about the whole industry is that the way that marketing programs are sold are like everyone's welcome you know come on in i'll help you with your business and they don't really specify whether it's strategies that are going to work for brand new businesses and that's part of why i do what i do here at uncage because what you need in those first first few months first year is much much different than once you've already had some success so I want to break down the different stages of business that I'm going to focus on here um, because it matters. I don't want to see you wasting time on things that just aren't going to work for where you're at right now. So the first stage is your foundations. This is everything that I teach inside Uncage Your Business. It's niching, it's messaging, it's creating your core offers, it's understanding your market through doing market research, um, validating your ideas, testing things out, and making sure that everything is clear, everything is concise, you're able to articulate what you do, you've tested it to make sure that other people actually want this thing, and you've set a really strong foundation. Once you have those foundations in place, you'll move on to the second stage, which is all about visibility. So it means getting in front of more of the right people in order to get clients. And that's the stage that I'm gonna be talking about today is this visibility stage. So after you've got your foundations laid out, how to actually get the right clients to find you. And then the third stage that we're not going to talk about today is scaling. So once you have an offer that gets people's results and you have lots of happy clients um, and you've got a basic marketing strategy in place, then you can start to look at scaling. I talk a lot about group programs because I think that that's one of the easiest ways for coaches and service providers to actually scale, meaning they can help more people and make more money in their business and actually grow the thing that they're creating. And the uh, I do have a whole course about group programs. I'm not going to talk about that today, but you want to be careful that you're not jumping to scaling before you've got your foundations or jumping to trying to get visibility before you've got your foundations or jumping to visibility right away um, in your business. So hopefully that makes sense. So stage one foundations, stage two visibility and stage three scale. And today we're going to talk about the visibility piece. So I want to tell you about some of the exact strategies that I used when I started my business, because even 10 years later, these strategies still work. And I think that that really says something, because if we look at a lot of what's out there, a lot of it is time sensitive to where we're at in time right now, right? It's like Reels is the new thing right now. Um, TikTok is pretty cool for people. Previously, it was, uh, what did we have? Periscope. Um, Twitter had its heyday, you know, and I think people are still on Twitter actually, <laughs> but it's, it's like these strategies come and go 
And what I want to teach you is strategies that are going to work no matter what the latest trend is. And that's the three things that I'm going to talk about today. The first one is podcast pitches. Now, I will admit when I started, this was not always podcasts. It was often guest posts on other people's blogs or just interviews on other people's websites. So the new updated version of this is podcast pitches, but the theory and the strategy behind it is the same. So think about this. If you're looking to grow your business and you're looking to get visible and like really get your name out there, if no one knows who you are yet, I don't recommend starting your own podcast or like endlessly blogging on your own website. These two things are great and they can definitely help you grow your business once you're um, a little bit further along and you've got some stuff going. But when you're newer to business and you've got your foundation set and you're looking to gain traction fast at the visibility stage, what you really want to be focusing on if you have limited time is getting in front of other people's audiences. Okay. Because think about it. If I, you know, make a podcast episode or I write a blog post and it goes on my own, like on my own site, then the people who follow me are really the only ones that are seeing it, right? I can go share it on social media, but I probably don't have a very large following to share it. It's not like it's going to go viral. Uh, and so the people that are consuming it are the people that already know who I am. So you can see how that's not really a great visibility strategy. But if I was to create a piece of content or do an interview on somebody else's site, all of a sudden I'm getting access to their entire audience that they've already built that already exists, right? Which can seem kind of selfish. It's like, well, I'm, I'm just going to go in and steal their audience. But no, those people usually want content as well, right? You're doing them a favor by bringing in all of your value and all of your expertise, and they're doing you a favor by exposing you to their audience. So it really is a win-win. So how do you do this? You need to have a strong podcast pitch. When I first started, I managed to land, I think it was like over 30 interviews and guest posts in podcasts in less than a year with the pitch that I was using. And my business really grew like crazy. Like I remember seeing a huge jump, like thousands of new signups, um, new client inquiries actually coming in and the ability to actually then move on to that scaling stage that I talked about because I'd already had the foundations, I was getting enough visibility and now I had enough traction that I was able to go, okay, I have more people coming to me than I can take, which is an exciting problem to have. And now I can start to look at things like running group programs. And that's actually how my Uncage Your Business program came to be. Of course, you know, a decade into my business now, I don't have to do a lot of the heavy lifting because now that I've been on so many people's podcasts, people hear them and other people who have podcasts will come to me and ask me to be on their podcast. So this is one of those things that will happen once you've built up enough traction, the opportunities start to come to you. But I'll admit there's still certain podcasts that I want to be on that I still pitch myself for. I still use the exact same template and send it out. And usually they say yes. Um, and so this is a strategy that is not going to go away. If you are curious about how to pitch yourself for podcasts, I'm actually including the exact pitch that I use as well as a sample fill in the blanks template, as well as a whole bunch of stuff around how to find places to pitch and what to do once you've been featured, how to make the most of it all in our 10 year anniversary bundle that is on sale now until Thursday this week. Okay, the second strategy that I use and have used since the beginning of my business is gathering testimonials. A really, really important part of building credibility in your business is getting social proof. So this means showing people, showing people out there that other people have actually trusted you, that other people have gotten results from you. And so you need to have great testimonials. They seem like one of those things that's kind of a nice to have, but I would argue that they will actually do a lot of the selling for you if you have good testimonials. Notice I said good testimonials, <laughs> not just any testimonial. 
there are testimonials that are just a waste of space on your website and that can actually turn your clients off from working with you. So if you've got testimonials that are sort of ho-hum, you know, um, Sally was really nice to work with. She really listened well. I loved working with her. That's sort of a waste of space, in, in my opinion. Um, you really want your testimonials to share the results that people got with, so that, that people got with you. So a great testimonial will actually start with what the person was struggling with before they met you, what work you did together, and what the results are now that they're getting. The other testimonials of how nice you are as a person, um, those are all really nice to hear. You know, obviously people want to work with nice people, but they're not actually going to be a good sales tool for you. And when you're new, we really want to make sure that the people reading your testimonials can't not buy from you, right? I've definitely bought things because of testimonials before. So we want that to happen for your business too. And I ask for testimonials all the time, including way after our students have finished working with us, because sometimes, no matter what your niche is, it takes a little bit of integration time for those kinds of results to really land. And your prospective clients are usually pretty smart and they're pretty discerning. So you need to make sure that your testimonials make them feel secure in making a buying decision and that... Um, that they feel confident signing up from you. And so this means like grabbing real client language on an updated basis. So you can do this by, if you have a Facebook group um, for your program and during the program, students or your clients have shared what amazing results they got, you can screenshot those. Um, you can just ask them in an email or you can send them an actual testimonial form. The, um, the testimonial form is also included in our 10 year anniversary bundle. So if you're curious how to actually get those kinds of responses from people, make sure you check that out. Um, you, and don't be shy to actually go back and ask people also after they've worked with you. It can be a really nice way to, for you to just keep in touch and stay relevant to them, which is a huge piece of building a business when you're new is that referral system that we start to build out. And so if, you're ch if you have a system and you're actually you know, putting it in your calendar and tracking and constantly checking in with your past clients, you're gonna be able to stay up to date on those testimonials and you're gonna stay in their brain so that if you do create another offer that might be a good fit for them, or if they know someone who might be a good fit to work with you, it's a no brainer for you to ask them because you've been constantly keeping that relationship going. Okay, the third strategy that I used that I still recommend using is being really focused in the things that you're doing. And that can sound a little bit vague and it sort of is, but um, it's, a, it's really about having a clear action plan of what you're gonna do in order to build out your visibility and your referral system. Because throwing the spaghetti at the wall, which means like, I'm on Reels, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Twitter. Oh, I need to be over here on LinkedIn. Oh, maybe I should start my own podcast. Oh, maybe I should do, you know, do a webinar and try to promote it. There's a thousand things that you could be doing. Um, or on the flip side, what I see with a lot of our students is because there's so many things they can do, they start actually doing nothing. Um, they do, <laughs> we see this a lot where they're, they'll be scrolling through Facebook groups thinking they're doing market research or trying to connect with people and they just end up doing more comparing and despairing. So we don't want you spending too much time just trying random strategies. Um, and the fact is when I, like when I started, I couldn't afford to waste any time. Um, I didn't have a, you know, a husband or parents who were paying for everything when I started my business. If you do have that, incredible. You know, use that support and take your time and build something slowly. Um, I didn't even have any savings. I barely even had a job when I started my business. I was kind of taking some time off between jobs and you know, my savings was dwindling down. And so 
I was someone who had to do this all on my own and I really had to hustle to make it work. And again, there's nothing wrong if you have financial support, but a lot of the folks that I talk to don't have that. And so you don't, you don't really have two years to be able to afford to keep throwing these strategies at the wall and seeing if they stick, right? So I really learned what actions would actually help me move the needle forward, which were making sure I was consistently sending out those pitches for podcast and interview opportunities, um, making sure that I was getting that social proof and gathering those testimonials from people, and then making sure that I was networking and making sure that I was actually connecting with people who could become good referral sources for me. And just doing those three things made a huge impact in my business when I was new. I didn't use social media then. Um, I did start a Facebook group, but that was more of a, a side thing to get my clients to all meet each other. It wasn't necessarily a marketing strategy at the time. Um, it was really all about those three strategies. I didn't post reels because <laughs> I didn't have Instagram. Um, I didn't do a webinar until God, many years into my business. And so I want you to hear this because I think that it's easy to get sidetracked and think we need to be doing all of the things. And actually we just need to be taking really, really super focused action. Um, one of the other resources that I'm sharing in our 10 year anniversary bundle is the Uncaged Growth Plan. And this is a three month plan where I literally lay out what we want you to do every single day every single week and every single month for the first three months in order to get clients. And seeing our students go through this has been amazing. They have been featured on top podcasts in their niche within the first month. Um, they've created amazing new referral sources that send them the majority of their clients now. They have incredible testimonials published on their website that highlight all of their clients' results. And they're starting to actually have interview opportunities come to them because they're starting to become known as the expert in their niche. And these things can happen way faster than you think if you don't let your mindset get in the way and if you know what strategies to use. So um, if this sounds like something you need, I would highly encourage you to check out our 10-year anniversary bundle. It's on sale now until Thursday only um, to celebrate the 10 years of strategies that I've used in my business and strategies that I still use. Super excited for you to check it out. Let me know if you grab it because I would love to start to see what kind of opportunities start to come to you.